You're listening to the Girls Gone Gab podcast. We're your hosts, Mackenzie and Sierra. Buckle, Buckle up, because we're about to get gabbing. Hello, hello, everybody. We are back for another week of the Girls Gone Gab podcast. And I am feeling like I got hit by a truck. <laughs> the, the move is hitting me hard. And I got my flu shot yesterday. And so those two things combined, I got home today from work and just like lay down to take a quick nap and probably could have slept from like 5 p.m. on. And it, it took every ounce of will in my body <laughs> to rise off the bed and um, make myself a bowl of mashed potatoes for dinner because I'm on that I'm on that life where you're about to move. And so you're trying to eat the things that you have, which is usually not fresh food if you're trying to like finish out your pantry. So I'm eating like cereal, mashed potatoes, chocolate chips, popcorn. It's a really great diet. Um, <laughs> so that's like probably not contributing uh, to, to my overall bodily state. And I really haven't packed much of anything, as you can see from all the boxes or CR can see. Yeah, I can see a bunch of boxes behind you, but I can't tell if they're packed or not packed. I mean, I I started tonight. I've started like getting my things in order, but I haven't started packing until tonight. And I haven't even got that far. I still have um, like 10 days, but I've got to work majority of those days so it's it's a whole thing everyone that's ever moved knows it's a whole thing but it'll be fine and I'll get through it no big deal but feeling a little tired this week but then when I go to bed I can't sleep per (laughs) usual that's like kind of not that irregular for me but leads me into you want to know what I never thought I would get into that I'm into right now what are you into? I actually don't know. I'm like, hard uh, drugs. No. Um, <laughs> uh, I have found myself on the ASMR side of TikTok and no. I'm like, I'm kind of enjoying some of this. Like I judge people. So not really so hard, but I just thought it was funny. Like when ASMR kind of became a thing and like blew up on the scene on YouTube, I was like, what on earth? These people are weird. It started with like the lady who just like eats pickles. Yeah. Stuff like that. I was like, that's strange. Um, yeah, weird things. Um, but this, one like lady came up on my TikTok and most of hers are like very normal. Like there's nothing weird. Like she doesn't eat things or I don't know. It's just very normal. It's normal. I was like, but what is normal ASMR? Like, what does that mean? Just like, like, okay, well, I guess my brand of ASMR is, um, it's a lot of just like regular day-to-day things. Like it'll be like, I'm just going to give you an eye exam really quick, (laughs) which sounds weird how that could be relaxing, but they'll just be like, okay, I need you to read this chart. Okay. Okay. And what's the, what's the smallest line? 
what's the smallest line you can read? And then there's like a little light and like, they just ask you little questions. It feels like playing pretend, like when you're a kid, like she's doing like the one or two, <laughs> one or <Yeah>. two. <laughs> and it's just like, there's eye doctor ones. There's ones like, like washing your hair. There's ones, um, that are like cutting your hair, like hair salon, ones that are like doing your nails it's like playing pretend but it's just in this very calming voice it's very simplistic it like I think it just calms my thoughts of like instead of like racing in 90 different directions of like I need to do this and I need to do that and oh my gosh all the things I'm just like thinking about my little eye exam that I'm doing on TikTok (laughs) yeah or my haircut or whatever is happening in that world that day but I've like, after I started watching some of hers, I like followed her. And so I'll just like watch a few before I go to bed. And I don't know, it just, it feels, it feels like it helps somewhat. Like, I don't think it's this euphoric experience that some people describe it as, but I do think it's kind of calming. So I was like, let me look up some of these other ASMR people. Like maybe I just haven't given it a chance. And a lot of the other people that I looked up, I was like, this is weird. And I don't enjoy this. So I don't know the name of the girl right now, um, off the top of my head. So maybe I'll come back with that next week. Um, I want to say her name is Hannah something. Uh, but she does very normal ASMR in my opinion. So if you're looking to dip your toes in the ASMR world, that's where I would start. Okay. That's reminding me of something else. Um, I once stumbled upon this video, I don't know how, on YouTube of this person who was just like folding her laundry and like cleaning her room. Uh She just like set up her camera and she was like, hey, I'm going to like clean my room and like fold my laundry. Like, why don't you do it with me? And of course, she's kind of like talking like to you as she does it. Like, it's not just like silence. And supposedly those types of videos help people with like ADD and ADHD to like get stuff done Yeah. because a lot of times people with those like disorders are more productive when other people are around rather than like when they're by themselves. Yeah. So, um, and like, I don't know if you know anyone who's like this, but I know people who like to like do things and they'll invite someone else to come over, but like, yeah, they'll do their work and they can do things as long as someone else is in the room with them. Yeah. And so I know a lot of people feel that way. And so I guess a lot of these videos help people like accomplish everyday tasks. And I was like, what? I didn't even know this, but I stumbled across it. And I was like, that actually might be fun to like, be like, let's fold our laundry together. Here we go. (laughs) And let's chat. I'm going to clean my room while you clean your room. Like, let's start with the garbage. Let's take the garbage out and take the garbage. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like, interesting. Hmm. Because I don't know if I have ADD or ADHD. I've never been diagnosed, but <laughs> I sometimes struggle with tasks around the house. Like, it just feels like it takes me a million years to do like the dishes and like take the trash out I just like really hate it and don't like it and it takes like two and a half minutes yeah it takes like two minutes to take your garbage out and like 
take it outside. But for whatever reason, it feels like it takes me a million years. And so I'm like, oh my God, do I have ADHD? Cause why do I really love this video? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I mean, I get it. And I'm, I'm, I'm really happy for those people that the, they found that outlet. Couldn't be me. I like, I'm like, I only need these videos to relax me, to get me to calm down and stop doing the task mm. so I can chill out. But I'm like, if I like need to get work done, like I don't like other people around because I can just like bust through it all. And I'm like, you're distracting me. I need you to get out of my space. I do like to listen to like podcasts and things like that when I'm like cleaning or if it's like a long project. So that way I don't like totally get bored, but I can see, I can see how that would be helpful to some, some people, but it's wild. The, these videos get like crazy amounts of views and like followers and like some of these creators are making so much money and I mean, good for them. <laughs> Just like whispering into mics and cleaning their rooms, I guess. I know. I'm like, obviously the one that I brought up is like a whole separate community of people like yours is relaxing everyday tasks like yeah. appointments and things mine is more <laughs> so like, it was it was so interesting though like the way this girl would talk she would be like okay so I'm gonna give myself five minutes to pick up all the clothes on my floor I'm gonna give myself five minutes and all I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pick them up and I'm gonna put them on my bed yeah. And like, I'm going to separate them between what's dirty and what's not dirty. And I'm like, see, if I didn't phrase it that way in my own head, I would be just like going through things and then I would get sidetracked and I'd be like, oh, I found this thing. And then I'm going to look through that thing. And then I'm going to go do this other thing. And then I've completely forgotten about the clothes. So yes. it was like very structured and it was like, we're going to take this amount of time to do this. And I was like, why do I love this? <laughs> So anyways, I really enjoyed it. Actually, it was kind of relaxing in its own right. Uh, I'm, I'm glad for it. Um, <laughs> I'm like, chores. who would have thought I, I've never had a thing on my floor in my life, so I can't relate. Um, <laughs> I'm like five minutes. Like, I need half a second. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is not looking good for me it's making me look like I'm an absolute slob I am not an absolute slob I think a lot of people do like you know they just I'm not saying like they live like slobs I'm just saying like a lot of people don't have like their house completely like everything is in its place at all times and I'm like I yes I like to have my like place look nice when like other people come over but truly like 90% of me keeping myself clean is like for me like I like when I come home like everything is in its place. Everything is folded. It's in a drawer. All the dirty laundry is automatically in the basket. All of the towels are here. Everything's in its little spot. And I'm not OCD, but I just, just, but you're good at like following through. Whereas like, I have good intentions. I have good intentions. Yeah. I mean, like you don't have like rats running around in your apartment. Yeah, exactly. You've been in my apartment. Like I'm not it's clean it's just like clothes or things like like that or like I'll get something out of a closet like a box and then I'll get whatever I need out of that box and then the box box. the box will just stay wherever it is and I won't put it back in the closet and I'm okay with that like it doesn't bother me and I'm just like eh. 
but then like eventually I'm like you know what I don't know why I never put that away like it would have <laughs> been so later to put that away but like three months later the box is still sitting there yeah I'm like why am I like this why am I like this <laughs> just, you're why just can I just put them away when I'm done with them I don't know but yeah, I get criticized because I freaking put my contacts on the sink sometimes. <laughs> and I literally put them in the trash the next morning. And Sierra's like, disgusting, vile. <laughs> get a life, grow up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, it's my vice in life. Okay. I gotta I gotta have one thing I can have out of place, and it's my contacts. <laughs> That's where oh. I draw the line. <laughs> I draw oh my, my line there. I'll allow it. You let me eat corn dogs. I'll let you oh my put, your, put your contacts down. I will still scoff at them, but I'll allow it. <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah. So, you know, that's something so that's I'm into. <laughs> and I had another life realization today and I like really was not aware of this until, I mean, I guess I was anyways. So I was at work actually. And we were, um, talking about signs. I was like, Oh, like when's your birthday? And this person was like, Oh, it's February 5th. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's my dad's birthday. And they're like, that's crazy. And I was like, so that means you're an Aquarius. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, interesting. I didn't think you would be an Aquarius. Cause like, I don't know that I really like vibe the most with Aquariuses. And like, they're kind of weird a little bit. She's like, are you saying your dad's weird? I was like, maybe a little bit. Um, <laughs> I was just like, they're, they're not weird from what I know. <clears throat> they're not weird in a like nerdy way. They're just like weird in a like unique energy kind of way. Very, I don't know. I mean, Harry Styles is an Aquarius. No, I think it's um, very like known that Aquarius people are different. Yeah. So I was just like, they're also an air sign and like, I'm a Virgo, like I'm an earth sign. I'm like very earthy. Like that's like my vibe over here. And so I just don't go the greatest with Aquarius. And she's like, well, what did you think I was going to be? And I was like, I felt like you were a cancer and Virgos get along really well with cancers. And she was like, Hmm, well, let me look up my astrology thing on Snapchat. And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, yeah, like if you go on Snapchat, if you have your birthday in there, it will give you your full birth chart on Snapchat, which I had never done before. And it gives you like oh. this little like story of like your, um, sun sign, your moon sign and your rising sign. And then like the different planets and stuff. So she pulls hers up. I have never heard of this. I know. So she pulls hers up and her sun sign is, uh, Aquarius. But then her uh, moon sign is cancer. And I was like, I knew it. I knew it. And then she's a Scorpio rising and I'm a Scorpio rising. And I knew that, but I always forget my third. Like I know that I'm a Virgo sun and I'm a Scorpio rising. And I had literally just shit talked Aquarius and I pull mine up and it was like, you are a Virgo sun and you're an Aquarius moon. <laughs> You're a, like, and oops. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I couldn't be me. Those people They're are weird. crazy. They're weird. They're weird. <laughs> I was like, not me, not me at all. I don't vibe with we them. Definitely can't get along. Me and Aquarius. And you're like, oh, that's me. 
<laughs> I can't go on with myself, I guess. Um, and so then the funnier part is like, you keep going through like the little slides. And when you get to the end, it gives you like a breakdown of like what, like your whole chart overall, like what percentage you are of like, like air, water, and like earth elements. And then same for, um, like if it's like a fixed or mutable sign. Um, and then also for yin and yang, which I had never really like heard that in the reference of astrology, honestly, yeah, like yeah. we are complete amateurs. We really don't. I, I base all of this off of random TikToks that I see, <laughs> like, I don't really know. What I'm I've about. heard of like, I've heard of like all the planets and I know that there's houses. I don't know yeah. anything about the yin and yang. So that's new to me. No, like we know the words, I but just, I thought that was just like that black and white symbol. Like, I don't know what yin and yang is. Well, we get to the last slide. And again, I was like, yeah, I'm just really earthy. Like the air signs. I, I don't vibe with that. 77% air. Which is probably why we get along. Because I am very much an air sign. I'm like, but it doesn't make sense. Make it make sense. I am a Virgo, but then like underneath, I'm secretly an Aquarius. And like, which does kind of make sense. Like on the outside, like people are like, oh, she's very honest. She's very organized. She's very professional. And then you meet me. Underneath, and I'm a little bit psycho. I'm a little bit weird. I'm yep. a little bit fun. I'm a little bit amazing. <laughs> Okay. all the things of the Scorpio and the Aquarius and I'm like okay but it's just funny that I was like yeah I'm like I'm a Virgo so obviously I'm really earthy and 77 percent air and I'm like I want to know my percentages how do you do this so you go on a Snapchat and then when you like go to your profile if your your sign probably already comes up if your birthday's in there and then if you click oh. on that it'll have you like put in like the time you were born in the city and then it'll pull up like the whole little chart. And the other interesting thing for me was, like I said, the yin and the yang thing, which I had never really uh, heard. I've heard of obviously, but not in this context. I was like 70 or 80% yin. And apparently yin is... um. So like there's a positive and negative and like dark and light. I don't think that yin necessarily means like dark or like negative as in like you're a negative person. It just means, you know, it's the duality of like plus and minus and whatever. So it's the black side of the yin yang and it's the feminine energy of the two. And so it's just like, more feminine and uh intuitive and like uh receptive and all of these things more creative and so I was just really surprised that I got that high on air signs and also on this like more creative go with the flow like feminine energy not that I don't think I'm that but I just thought it would be a little bit more balanced or maybe even swaying a little bit more towards the other side of like logic and the earth signs and apparently not apparently I don't know myself so um I just thought that was funny everyone we were having that conversation she was like are you kidding me you're gonna sit there and judge me and then you are literally an Aquarius you are an air sign basically and I was like you know what I learned something new about myself today we're developing we're learning new things always evolving over here 
So I just thought that was interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. I, as you were, as you were talking, I'm pulling mine up because I'm like, I've never seen this before. (laughs) I know. I didn't know Snapchat was that in depth. It's been here all along, right under my nose. Never seen it. (laughs) Um, so when it says elements, um, and air or whatever, yeah, I'm only 35% air, which is weird because (laughs) I am a Gemini sun and a Gemini moon. Like I'm a double Gemini. Yeah. Some people would say it's crazy. Um, (laughs) Watch out. What's modality? Do you know? That's that's like how fixed or mutable your sign is. Mine says cardinal. I don't know. We saw that. I didn't know what that meant. I don't know. There's three options. It says cardinal, mutable, and fixed. And mine says cardinal. And then it says dash leader but I don't know what that means. I don't know. We're going to have to do some research on that one. And then under polarity, mine also says yin receptive and it says 54%. So I'm kind of like 50, 50. See, it's surprising. Like I would have thought you would have been more yin and you would have been more air than me. And apparently I'm just airy, go with the flow, feminine in my flower pants over here. And <laughs> Again, this is Snapchat though. So like, how do we know? With a grain of salt. (laughs) Take it all with a grain of salt. But I am for sure, at least that I'm an Aquarius uh, moon. Or moon. Oh yeah, moon. Moon. Yeah, moon. I'm a Scorpio rising. So interesting, interesting things we're finding out every day. Um, I like to learn about myself. So fun. You know, I also learned about something else today. I was like scrolling on TikTok and there's this like, I get into too many weird things. It was like a fashion type thing, but it, I forget what the name of it was. It was like all these different body types and how, like, I know, of course, like we've seen before in magazines and whatever, like if you're this body type, like these clothes are like most flattering or this or that, like, I know that, but this is like a system you know how like people are like, oh, you're cool toned skin. And so like, these are your colors that look good. Or like, you're like warm this, or I know there's systems for that. And I'm very aware of that. And I am cool. I know that I'm a cool winter in terms of color palettes. If anyone wanted to know, but <laughs> cool winter, um, like, I don't know what I am, but I, yeah, I gotta, know, I gotta be able to categorize myself on all these levels. <laughs> then there's this whole, like, fashion system which it's a little like old from what I could tell in the comments in the videos that I watched and so of course that's not like the most inclusive thing it's like based on you know certain body types and doesn't really account for everyone and all of that so I'm not holding this as bible I literally just saw it on TikTok randomly today but I was curious about it and there's all these different categories and so I was trying to figure out what category I would be because it was basically saying like not only it wasn't necessarily like just what's flattering on you, except I guess it was of like, these are the types of styles of clothes that you need to wear. Not just like shape, but like, if you have this like body type or look, like you need to wear things with like minimal details and like more sleek. And then if you're this person, you need to wear things that do have a lot of detail or that are like very sharp and angular or whatever to go with your face and your body. And, um, it was crazy. And so I was like, I want to know what I am. And I think I 
I think I've categorized myself, but I could have categorized myself wrong as a soft dramatic. <laughs> Those seem like two very opposing things. Well, I, I judge that based off of the category, um, the categories of um, a soft dramatic, not categories, characteristics, sorry. Yeah are that they have like long limbs and they're like more angular is the word that they use more angular in that regard and that you're you've got a lot of lines there but there's a dramatic and then there's a soft dramatic so the soft dramatics have a little bit more like curves and like they're not like rail thin or just like straight up and down so that's why I feel like I'm a soft dramatic because I do have really long limbs and I'm like a generally smaller person, but like I still have flesh on me and <laughs> some shape and I'm not just like straight up and down. So I feel like I'm that category, but then I felt <laughs> the two examples that they put in the videos were Sophia Vergara and Megan Fox. And I was like, I feel like I'm holding myself really highly here <laughs> to be wow. like, I'm in these categories, but I was like, okay, I don't feel too far off because I'm not saying I look exactly like either of them, but just body shape wise, I'm like, both of them are, they have like longer limbs and they're like thinner, but they're definitely not like skinny. Like they're not just rail thin up and down either of them. So I'm like, I'm not quite as curvy as Sofia Vergara and I'm probably not as tight and toned as Megan Fox, but <laughs> we're maybe somewhere in between the somewhere in between <laughs> yeah and so I just thought it was an interesting concept I'll have to look up the name it starts with like a k it's some like designer that came up with this like way back when and like I said it's a little bit restrictive but there's like 15 or just quite a few different types that you can fall into and it was just interesting to see like the examples of different celebrities and mine said I need to wear simple things it said neutral colors no crazy colors I was like yep already doing that <laughs> and like yeah it wasn't anything too crazy for me and so just new things I'm getting into these days the more you oh know about God. yourself the more you know yeah so that's what I've been up to I can't really think of anything else too crazy going on um I do have a little like mini funny story, but I'll share that at the end when we're like into our bachelor stuff a little bit. Yeah. A little bit more. So um, let's take a quick little break and then we will come back at you with our bachelor recap from the finale and also our thoughts on Michelle's upcoming season. Alrighty. So let's just get into it let's get into the paradise finale um i have to say i feel like i know we always say this and everyone says this about the bachelor in general especially when we get the three-hour episodes of like this episode could have been way shorter but i especially feel that way about this finale there was just no need for it to be three hours we didn't get enough content for it to be three hours unnecessary it was just so, so drug out. The first two hours were just, could have been 30 minutes or I mean, less. All of it. First of all, the like 
Abigail crying was literally the first 20 minutes of the show. Like I looked at the clock and it was 20 minutes in and we were still just like watching Abigail cry at the prom over the Noah situation, which like, you know, sad. Okay. But like, we, we, we got it. Like we got the story. We didn't need to like see the full 20 minutes to like understand what was going on. And I was like, oh, this is not really, it wasn't really anything super new from like last week either. Exactly. And I could tell at that, that it was going to be a long episode. Cause I was like, all right, we're stretching content tonight. That's what we're doing here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Which let's just get into Abigail Noah real quick. I know we talked about it a lot last week and there's not a whole lot much more we yeah. can say, but like, did you think it was weird that like, they pretty much just said bye. And then like, he didn't even go back to the little prom party and yeah, it was go back and tell people like, yeah, I'm leaving. I was like, and that's it. Like, yeah, it was just over and that was odd. And then obviously we now know that they're together in real life. And I don't know if this has been confirmed and I'm just out of the loop, but I'm like, where does Dale fit into this relationship? Am I lost here? I know. I'm just assuming. I have no idea how that rumor fits into the timeline of all of this. Yeah. But I'm like, well, maybe it happened before paradise, which I don't remember off the top of my head when paradise started and stopped filming. I think it was like early summer, early to mid summer. So I'm like, it's definitely possible. Like Dale and Claire have been on multiple breaks before. So maybe this hookup that supposedly allegedly happened, happened pre-paradise and then in that case obviously it wouldn't have interfered with this relationship with Noah because it appears to not have considering they're both like posting pictures and videos of each other on Instagram this morning you know right they're very much public with their relationship right now so so either it's that either it's that or it just never even happened between her and Dale but who knows yeah I think though, and like, I don't know the details of it, but I do think that after those rumors broke of, you know, Claire tagging Abigail and like, who knows what actually went down there. I think, um, Noah, like, I don't know if he went live or if he just like posted something on his story, but I think he was like hinting that like he had some like insane discuss or he had some things he needed to figure out like in like a in like a joking like sarcastic kind of way yeah what I'm saying because obviously the drama was around Abigail and I think people of the internet even speculate that like Abigail was like in the room as he was making this either Instagram live or story or whatever he was just kind of like making a joke of it so clearly he's in on whatever this is I don't think he's like yeah clearly it's not breaking up the relationship yeah and clearly he's okay with it because they like each other it's a throuple (laughs) (laughs) it's it's a love triangle we never (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that but anyway uh, (laughs) moving on on um so we have that at the beginning and after that we kind of like wrap up from the whole prom situation there's not anything too notable there 
And then they really get back to the beach and it's like, okay, you guys need to determine what's going to happen with your relationships. And we're going to like, basically you have to like go down one by one onto the day beds and like have a conversation, which felt very, um, school conference-esque. Yeah. Well, before that they had their canceled cocktail party and their rose ceremony. Okay. True, true. Before that, cause it's, it's evening time first. And like, we lose Chelsea and Natasha, which I'm like, of all the people there, they were some of my favorite people. And I was like, yeah, but no one really deserved them and they weren't with anyone. There wasn't so. anyone, there wasn't anyone there that I can picture them with anyway. So I'm not yeah. upset, but I was just like, these two queens did not deserve this. Get out while you can, honestly. I'm like, I wanted them to be like the main characters, but they were very much not the main characters. I was <laughs> yeah. so upset by that but anyways yeah then they have their little conferences very very structured um like parent teacher conferences on the day beds like they weren't allowed to speak beforehand they'd like come down and like they're no deal and they're going like one by one like yeah they're not it's not like they're all doing it at the same time yeah it has to be separate they're watching each other (laughs) they're watching each other and they're like all right so are they gonna leave the bed holding hands are they going to be walking different directions everyone's watching right and (laughs) it's just like breakup after breakup to start the (laughs) start the conversations I know we have um McKenna and Ed yeah I was trying to see if I could remember the order but I can't yeah I can't remember the order but McKenna and Ed and it kind of confirms my suspicion that McKenna was never really that into Ed. She just went on the date because she didn't want to look bad for like turning him down, but she's just not into him because he kept trying to be like, well, but we could like, just like meet up at some point and like see where it goes. And she was like, I just think it's best if we don't. I know he really was like trying. It's like she would say something and he'd be like, yeah, yeah. But, but you know, the way I see it is this. And she was like, no. No, she was like, no. I think it'd be best to just like end everything right now and just like leave. Yeah, and she was without saying it. She was like, I never want to see you ever again, basically. And he was like, Yeah, but like, I really think it would be cool if we could just kind of like see where it goes. Like, and we could just like, like hang out sometime. And she was like, Yeah, but I think not. <laughs> never, never. I mean, I get it. Like, if you're not into him, you're not into him. And they went on one date, but it was just kind of funny. I mean, I a little sad for Ed, but. I just feel bad because like when he gave her his rose literally mm-hmm. the night before, like they had a little kiss. I know that's and what I'm, made me think maybe she's into it. Yeah. But then I'm like, okay, maybe not. Maybe that was just for, for show. Yeah. I'm like, know. maybe it's for the screen time. It's for the followers. Yada, yada. Um, so we, lose them. Them. we also have Becca and Thomas. Thomas which I'm not entirely shocked. Like their, their relationship didn't seem that deep on the beach, but I thought they at least would have been like, yeah, let's not stay, but let's like leave together and like, just see how things go out in the real world. Like that was kind of the vibe I was getting. So I was surprised that Becca was just kind of like, no, uh, let's not. I don't even know you. Who are you? I'm leaving. (laughs) Who are you? I do not know this man. (laughs) exactly yeah I uh, 
I did not expect that because I really did think that they were getting along pretty well that I yeah. thought that they would at least say like hey like we're not really ready for the next step but like we like each other yeah but she pretty much wore the pants in that relationship and was like no nah, what I say is this and this is what we're doing and I was and surprised that he like, was crying he was crying I was like I don't know how much I buy all of his emotion but like clearly but he was upset but like he yeah was we've like, never seen him that emotional though in the past that I was like I feel like this might be real because we've never seen this side before we've not seen this character I know it was new it was in, he unlocked a new version of himself yeah but also I was just like this seems like a lot because she's not like breaking up with you she's kind she yeah. doesn't say like I don't ever want to see you again but she was just like I think we should leave separately mm-hmm. but she it didn't sound like she's meant like and we're just not gonna ever gonna contact each other I think she yeah. probably wanted to still see him but she didn't really say that and he just lo- went off the rails and started <laughs> crying and was like I guess I mean, I do they live in the same do they live in the same area? I have no idea. I think he's but a San Diego guy and she's LA. I have no idea, but I do know that they are together. Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely together now. I was just saying like, if they do, if someone was like, let's leave separately and they live on the other side of the country, I'd be like, this is not, it's, it's, it's like when you're like, we should hang out sometime to friends or whoever and it never happens you know what I mean it's like you know the writing's kind of on the wall if you live on the other side of the country and they're like let's just like see and leave separate I'd be like okay that means this is pretty much over so but I want to say that he lives in San Diego and she lives in LA so they're not that far apart to begin with I think she is in LA did you see her post on Instagram yeah yeah I'm pretty sure very much together yeah yeah, he's in San Diego, so can confirm. But he said, like, happy first day of the rest of our lives, which is, like, mm, that's dramatic. But he's, like, the king of saying things like, <laughs> like that. So <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I'm happy for them. I don't know if it'll last forever, but I'm happy for them for now. He's just the kind of guy, though, that will say things like, you're just like the best girl I've ever met in my whole life. And like, I just can't see my life without you. And I'm like, you know what I mean? He makes these large grand statements. Yeah. yeah. I think he's a little dramatic and he's not my favorite, but I will say overall, I feel like now that we've kind of seen him be a little bit more normal with Becca, I don't feel like he deserved, we talked about this at the time. I don't feel like he deserved as much of the like villain edit or like the weird way that Katie sent him home and then the weird address at the, like after or the men tell all I'm like, is he a little like douchey vibes? Probably. Does Thomas give me like ultimate villain, worst guy. I'm like, he doesn't seem any worse than some of the other guys in Bachelor Nation. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think the reason too, why a lot of the guys didn't like him, namely Aaron, because like Aaron is also a San Diego guy but he's more of like a bro yeah like bros for life like and Thomas is very much not that yeah of course they're not gonna be friends yeah well and they were like he's one of the better looking guys in the house I mean I know it's not everyone's cup of tea but just 
he's one of the tallest. He's one of the more like masculine looking guys that I'm sure the guys on some level were intimidated by him that they were like person. It's a whole nother ball game. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, happy for Becca and Thomas. So they break (laughs) up, but they're also still together. Yeah. Um, and then are the only two couples left. We have our James and Aaron's two little situations. I think so. Yeah. So let's get into that because James and Anna. (laughs) So of course, Anna's like really into it. She thinks, which I thought that they would be like, let's see how this goes outside of here. Like they'd only been on one date, but I thought that he was like pretty into her to like, at least like hang out again or something. Um, Yeah, but I agree. Nope. Um, He's not interested in that. He was like, uh, you're just... (laughs) the harsh part he said he was like I just like can't lower my standards and like we we, he said like we shouldn't lower our standards but the way he phrased it or said it just made it sound like staying with you would be like lowering my bar (laughs) yeah which I get what he meant by it but I'm sure like when you're receiving that it's like oh so I'm just like below so I'm just not gonna cool (laughs) I know he definitely I think I think he just meant it in like that they're not the perfect fit and like we shouldn't compromise on like not like perfectly clicking together having the way he said it like standards made it sound like you're not hitting these marks like you're not pretty enough you're not funny enough and so I'm not taking off all the boxes (laughs) exactly so let's just not even bother (laughs) I just want something to go right in my life yeah yeah, I felt bad, but so we have that. And then he comes like running back to the guys, like gloating. He's blissfully running back and he's like, bros for life. I just broke up with Anna. Let's go back to San Diego, bro. To Aaron, which I will say all season, I've thought that like the Aaron and James bromance was like funny. I'm not like, like huge Aaron and James fans by any means, but I thought it was like, haha, funny whatever didn't dislike them but this it, I'm t- I'm still taking it as a joke I'm not taking it that seriously like I'm deeply offended but I was just like this you all look so stupid right now because then Aaron goes into bro mode and he's like oh my gosh bro I can't leave without my dude I'm gonna go break up with you right now and then he runs down doesn't even go to the day bed with Tia he's, no. he just he pulls her, her. Two feet. And she's like, oh, right here. And he's like, yeah, yeah, we don't have much time. We got to do this quick. Yeah. He goes, we won't, we won't need more than a few seconds. Uh, my bro, James, uh, he's going and uh, it's San Diego boys for life. So uh, I got to head back with him. It's been real. Bye. I mean, it takes like 30 seconds and he doesn't even let her get a word out. He's like, text me if you ever come to San Diego. And she's like, are you effing kidding me? <laughs> I know. She's of like, course, like. <laughs> Tia's like, this is Tia's life. And so she just like laughs it off and is like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, I hate you. And of course it's not that serious. Like I said, because it's a joke. Yeah. That will too. They like made out once at a fake prom the night before. Like it's not like it was an ongoing relationship, but it's still, I'm just like, you look so dumb right now. Grow up. I'm like, stop (laughs) acting like you're a 17 year old frat boy. You are, I don't know exactly how old James and Aaron are, but grown. I'm like, no one's going to see this and be like, I want to date that man who I'm like, mm, I think you all 
might want to date each other and that's fine. I'm all for it. I'll support it. But there's something off about this, something a little off. Like, I'm sorry, but if you were at the beach and you were like, I'm going, I'm breaking up with this person, I'd be like, all right, I'll see you back home, bestie. Um, yeah, all the love and support, like, but I'm not oh, going to be like hopping on your back and running out the door. Yeah. And I wouldn't be like, <laughs> even if you did that, if you're like, yeah, so I broke up with someone like, I'm going to go home. I would be like, no, like, I don't want you to leave, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to break up with my guy now so that we can leave together. Cause I can't be without you. Like, <laughs> and then they're at the end. I mean, I get that neither of the relationships are really going to continue anyways, but it's like, I can't leave without him. I'm like, you all live in the same city. You will see each other in like two to three days, regardless of how all this shakes out. It was just odd. Mm-hmm. And I know like the the Aaron stands out there, like probably thought it was hilarious and like whatever, but it was just weird. In my opinion, I was like, okay, moving on, (laughs) moving on from that. Um, so that's kind of all of our breakups that we go through. And then we've got our three like power couples. And honestly, I don't feel like we need to like go nitty gritty into the details of all the things. Basically we know that all three agree that they're going to stay they're going to see this through. They're going to go to the fantasy suites. That's what they do. I don't feel like there's anything too noteworthy to mention out of their conversations that they have with each other. Um, and then they like wake up the next day and it's time to like make their final decisions. And, um, paradise just always feels so quick. I'm like, you all have been there for like a month and you're just going to get engaged and, I'm like, you haven't met these people's family or their friends. Their parents could be psychopaths. Their friends could be assholes. Mm-hmm. They could have a disgusting apartment with rats in it. They could like Which so I mean, many things. I feel like some of them address that a little bit. Cause I think Riley said something about like, he was, he wasn't saying he wasn't sure. Like, but he was a little bit wavering. Cause he was like, you know, like you haven't met my family and like, I just don't know if I want to propose, like, if you haven't met my family, like, which is totally normal. <laughs> yeah. He did bring that up. I think, I don't know in those exact words, but he said something like that. And I think Kenny even alluded to like, you know, he really wanted to make sure Mari was like, sure. He was like, you know, I've lived a lot of life. Like, like, okay, <laughs> Kenny, we get it. Like, you're old. You've seen, you've seen some stuff like you're older and I'm like, we get it. But yeah nothing too like groundbreaking to mention about their combos I do want to mention though what did you think about Kaylin and Dean showing up or did you have any kind of thoughts because I was like interesting choice yeah I did think it was an interesting choice just because of their journey (laughs) yeah they they haven't gone down that path themselves and also their paradise journey was them leaving paradise randomly together so they didn't even make it to the end yeah I'm like well they broke up and then he came back and was like hey do you want to go live in my van with me and she's like (laughs) sure and then they left so yeah I'm like I guess no one else was available that week I guess I was like maybe they were just stopping through on their van and they were like hey we'll come chat for a sec and I'm like y'all are not like the poster children of paradise so why did they pick you but yeah I like them I just was like they couldn't get anything else yeah I would think Hannah G and Dylan or um or even like um Jared Jared. yeah 
yeah oh geez i don't know but um we get to the the end after dragging and dragging and dragging on this episode um and still not much to say they all three uh propose and the only thing to really mention about the like little ceremonies is kendall's arrival which just feels odd i like really am questioning did they just say like we will pay you ten thousand dollars if you walk down to the speech on proposal day so that way we can use it in a preview clip to get viewers because it didn't even seem like she wanted to be there and it felt like she was just saying everything she's already said that i was like what was the point of this no there's no payment behind this i can confirm that already that's not that's not part of it there's no money I think that she did that on her own accord and producers just let it happen because they're like, sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think producers were like, we no. want you to show back up because that's, I don't think that was the case. Honestly, I'm like, why isn't she home yet? Why is she still there? See, I think that they conspired to some extent. I'm not saying they directed her and were like, you need to go down there. But I feel like she probably is friends with one of the producers and was like, how is it going? What's Joe up to? And they were just like, it's getting pretty serious. Like, if you want to say something, like, now would be the time. And then she's like, okay, do you think that's a good idea? And they're like, sure. Yeah, if you want to. I mean, yeah, they're not going to They let her do it. (laughs) Yeah. They let her do it. They're they're conspiring with her. I heard this on another podcast, but like, I really don't like how she had to come in that moment. Yeah. Like like they should have had it happen a different time. That I'm like, couldn't they been like, Hey Joe, step over here because Kendall wants to talk to you. Not like on the exact same platform that you're about to actually propose on. And I'm like, yeah, change the scenery because why would you want to associate that conversation with also your engagement? Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, yeah, I, I totally get it. I'm like this whole thing, this whole situation we've already talked about, but I'm like, I feel bad because I like Kendall as a person. Like, I think she's a very likable person, but it's just like, this is not the moment. And we don't really like know. Me. We don't know how it transpired and how it all got there and I'm sure she wasn't like it needs to be on the platform or whatever and I'm not saying yeah. that you're saying that that's the case but you know the the producer is one of the dramatics of it all but I'm like yeah as Serena they have this conversation which is pointless and the only thing that Joe really says is like yeah you're really a catch then there's not even a goodbye they just hug after that statement and then she walks off and I'm like did they cut a piece out that we missed because that's awkward like okay um and I get that he was just saying that nicely and like it it didn't really mean much but I'm like if I was Serena I would not want the person that's about to propose to me to be telling their ex that they're a great catch like minutes before they're gonna propose to me like no I don't love that energy um you know what I would have loved to see I would have loved to have seen Joe be like, really, Kendall? Like, what are you doing here? (laughs) But he's just way too nice. Yeah. So, uh, of course, he's not going to say that to her. And he's going to stand there and he's going to do his Joe thing and he's going to be nice and he's going to say complimentary things and just kind of like be awkward and be like, all right, bye. (laughs) And I'm like, no, I would have loved for you to be like, what are you doing here? Like, this is not a good time. 
<laughs> like we said everything we need to say goodbye but yeah that's not what we got but didn't love that but honestly I think-, I think it works with the situation and joe mentioned it like when they were proposing or whatever afterwards of like part of why he likes serena so much is like how calm she was with the whole situation and I think that's why it kind of works because Joe's like such a nice guy. And I think Serena and Kendall both give on, the, give off this like very nice girl energy that at least like, I don't feel, I'm sure again, it's still like not Serena's ideal situation if she could pick her way, but she's not the type of girl that like feels threatened by it or like super jealous of like, why is Kendall here? And I also don't feel like Kendall is coming at it like vindictively of like, I don't like Serena. I got to get her out. I just think she's like reeling from this heartbreak. So at least it's peaceful, but I agree. Weird situation (laughs) overall. And luckily Joe and Serena seem like very happy. Um, And obviously we know that they're still together now and it's going well. And I think Kendall's still reeling. Yeah. I think all the couples that are engaged are like, you know, still together, still engaged. I don't know if you have any predictions or if you want to share any predictions. Like I don't predict any of them, like having any kind of big major fallout, but I don't know. How do you feel? Like, I feel like they're all pretty good together. Yeah, I agree. Um, I would say maybe Mari and Kenny would be my first to go down. Um, not because I don't think their connection seems good. I just, based on their two personalities, they seem like maybe the least like committed long-term. Like they seem like they could, I don't know. Serena and Joe just seem like very chill, go with the flow, very sweet. Like that they would probably have fewer bumps in the road. And like Marissa and Riley just seem like they were made for each other. So that seems fine. So I don't know, but they all seem to be pretty viable for the foreseeable future. I will have to say, did you notice on, obviously it's so hot down on the beach. And when Marissa and Riley were down there and Marissa, (laughs) poor baby girl, Marissa, like I feel for you. The sweat. She was sweating so bad. So I watched it with my family, um, my cousins and stuff last night. We were like, oh my gosh, she's like sweating. It must be so hot. And then they would like pan over to Riley and then they like panned back to her. And it was like within that like two second or however they had edited it. Um, she was like, it was like buckets. And we were like crying, laughing. It was so intense because we were feeling for her just like, oh my gosh, someone, someone blot her someone come in and I know I'm like this is a moment there should have been someone on standby that was like hold on touch it up a little bit like obviously they don't get like professional makeup artists or whatever but like yeah a towel (laughs) again just to just a dab I'm like yeah it literally looks like a cartoon where like the like sweat is just like running like it looked like that like it was it kept going it wasn't like one sweat bead it was like (laughs) the full face everywhere like everything was shiny it looked like she could have gone down a slip and slide like (laughs) I mean Riley was sweating too so I'm like maybe it was really hot when they recorded theirs and the other ones were at other points in the day because you contrast that and we watch Serena. I was like, why does Serena look completely matte right now? She looks dry as bones. Yeah. Maybe, 
Marissa's just really oily and maybe Serena's got really dry skin that's my only I don't know I just know that I'm this I'm a sweaty person and like especially in my face I'm like that would be me I'm like my future fiance please do not propose to me on a beach like that is not the move <laughs> I need yeah. AC I yeah, need that- a cool climate that's the only thing I can assume like because again I know like you're very sweaty but like I have dry skin and I do not sweat. And so I'm like, maybe I would be like Serena out there and be totally fine. Just really hot, but not sweating. So weird side note, but, um, but yes, I noticed, (laughs) but yeah, it it really stood out to me. So, uh, that's pretty much our paradise season. We actually ended with quite a few couples, um, three officially, but five unofficially, So I guess we'll call it a success. I don't know that it was my favorite season of paradise ever, but nonetheless, um, we've gotten through it and now it's time to prep for Michelle. I know we have one week of downtime and then it's, we're back on this train. Yeah. And I'm excited for her though, because I always liked her. Mm -hmm. And I think she'll be like a really good lead. Uh, I'm basing this off of only what I've seen from her on Matt's season. Yeah. But I really liked her. I know she came in late to the game on Matt's season. So we didn't really even see a whole lot of her, but she still like made it pretty far. And I'm biased because she's also a Gemini. So I like that about her. Mm. And I think she's going to be great. Yeah, she seems to be very like smart and level-headed, but still has like a personality. So I think she'll be a good lead, but time will tell. Um, The promos look interesting. It looks like it's a little questionable of, obviously they're like questioning someone's intentions, of course, of why they're there. And that like they show documents at one point, like he's got everything planned out. I'm like, does he have like scripts for himself? Like what are the documents? Like week one secure this do this Dude. i'm like going to typed it out <laughs> i don't know <laughs> that's what they're trying to make it look like based on the previews and then but then there's a sound bit at some point which is probably misleading that makes it sound like whoever that person is is also maybe like did he know her beforehand did they have a relationship beforehand so i'm like are we going to get into scandal territory of like is michelle a part of the scandal of like she knew this guy or they went on a date before or i don't know to be honest i didn't really pay attention too closely to the preview so i didn't catch that but the juice is coming i don't know Um, yeah we've got all of our guys ready to go uh and I'll tell my funny little story about the guys of this season. So a couple weeks back, I (laughs) texted Sierra and I was like, I don't know what I did, but I just got to Instagram, like follow, um, acceptances. Like I had requested to follow them and they had accepted it. Um, And it was like these two random guys, like around our age, like good looking guys. But I was like, I don't know these guys from anywhere. I feel like I've never seen them in my entire life. And zero mutual friends, zero mutual friends. I couldn't tell based on their photos or like their bios, like where they were even from. And I was like, what on earth did I do? I was like, 
did I just black out and start following random men on Instagram? <laughs> I was like, that's not, it's not like completely outside of the realm of something I could do to like follow someone. But I'm like, it's, it's so strange that there's two of them and that they both accepted at the same time. I'm like, what did I do? And so no, like, how did I find these men? Yeah. And so <laughs> I sent it to Sierra to just be like, why would I have done this? And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll just let it be, I guess. And so I had been following these men for like several weeks. One oh, thing, yes. Yeah. One thing that I just want to mention too, is that like, when you got the notification that they accepted your request to follow them, yeah, that so much time had passed that you couldn't even remember how long ago it had been that you followed them. So yeah, well, like, I had no idea, period. I was like, did I do this in my sleep? Like, yeah. So we don't know how long ago it was that you found them. I'm like, it wasn't like it was like last week. You're like, this had to have been like months ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I just continue following them. I'm like, all right, they're cute enough. I'll just follow them and whatever. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe they'll drop some clues over time that will help me to determine how I know them or don't know them or whatever. Yeah. So I'm doing that for weeks and then I'm scrolling through Twitter one day and an ad comes up for the bachelorette and it's a video preview of the season. And I was like, hold on, pause, James, what was that? <laughs> so I recognize one of the guys that I'm following on Instagram. And I was like, oh my gosh. You're like, is that Rick? <laughs> yeah. I was like, <laughs> these are guys from the season. This all makes sense now. This all makes sense. But I was like, I still had to have done that so long ago. So basically the two guys that I followed were Rick and um, Jack are the two guys. I'm gonna have to look them up because I don't even remember what they look like. <laughs> and I think what had happened was I had saw a post on Instagram and it was like, it was just like introducing all of Michelle's guys. And then it just had like their names, where they were from. And then like it had, ta- they had tagged each of the individual guys on Instagram. And so I think I had just like swiped through it. And I was like, oh, these two guys are cute. And I had like clicked on their profiles and both of them had like less than a thousand followers, like maybe even less than 500 followers. And I was like, okay, like now's my time to get in. Now's my time to like swoop on in there. So I followed both of them just like, again, I was just like, I'll probably eventually they will become characters in my life solely because I watch the bachelorette every week. So I might as well just start following them now kind of kind of thing. Not necessarily. I'm going to like swoop in their DMS and you know, anything's going to happen with any of these guys. And this was months ago. And so my only explanation is that I know from my own personal experience with the bachelor franchise, which is limited that when you go on the show or are involved in the franchise in any type of way, they have you sign paperwork that says that you agree to have your social media profile public. And both of these profiles were private when I found them. And so I'm thinking that ABC probably has a deadline, like a date by which your profile must be public before the season airs. And so because this was like a couple of weeks ago, I'm sure ABC set a deadline like a month, you know, before or something like that. 
that they had to all go public on Instagram. And so I think that's how it happened and why they both accepted in the same day. Um, (laughs) I'm still following Rick and Jack. So we'll see, watch. They're going to be like the two villains of the season. Um, Well, I just like briefly looked them up because I haven't done a deep dive on the cast yet. And Jack uh, was in the military. And so that's... Again, I respect our military, but I have had bad experiences with military men. So for personal reasons, I'm out. For personal reasons, I'm gonna say no. Probably not in my top picks. Yeah. But he but he doesn't give off that vibe on his Instagram. He looks nice. No, he looks like a nice, respectable person, but he's ex-military and he doesn't have any military stuff on his profile. Okay. Well, something to know. We shall see how that shakes out. Maybe next week we'll do some more commentary on like, <laughs> like we'll do some more research and we'll pick our talk faves. Yeah. And talk yeah. about, we'll see. Predictions. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. Predictions to come. Um, but I think that wraps up our bachelor in paradise, our thoughts of what's to come but we will be back at you guys next week so until then we'll see you around bye